0: There are three things that darkness cannot contain. The moon, the stars, and the truth. All three will find their way through the darkness. Truth will often pierce its way through in unexpected ways, at unexpected times, and sometimes through unexpected people. Hello, my name is Lenora Housie, and you're listening to Secrets of the Church, Revealed to Heal. Secrets audience, I hope you are well and that you have been enjoying season two so far and hearing my story through the lens of those whose lives were impacted when this once deeply buried secret, me, showed up in their lives. Today you will hear from the sibling who was tired of being in the darkness of secrecy and all the questions that came along with it and approached me to find out for once and for all the truth. Take a listen. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sis. How are you doing?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I am doing great. Good to talk to you on this day. And thank you for uh, agreeing to do this. Um, just like I, I told our other sister, Heidi, who the audience has heard from, um, th- that you know I'm always um, a bit a- apprehensive about um, asking any of you to be a part of this because I know um, what I'm doing on this podcast can be um, conveyed as like, I'm spilling the tea. You know, I don't know whether that's how you say that, but something with the tea, Uh, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah, I'm spilling the tea. Um, I'm saying a lot about people that we all love, um, but I'm saying it hopefully, and I believe you all um, have heard that I'm saying it in the vein of, of of love and transparency and honesty and just to get truth out there so that everyone can be free. So um, thank you for coming on. Did you have any apprehensions about doing this when I asked you to?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I feel still like it's quite daunting. And um because I know what your mission is in bringing the truth to light, and how it is freeing, I just still agree to do it.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for doing it in spite of your fears and your apprehensions. And I believe it will be helpful to a lot of people. In fact, you're 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 one of the people. Um, now that you know we have a whole season under our belt, um, you're one of the people who my listeners have asked about. Um, They they wanna hear from you, they wanna hear from the the woman who was bold enough, brave enough to stop, literally stop the viewing um, of our brother and ask me if he was indeed our brother and if I was your sister. But before we go, back to that night, which was nearly two, uh, nearly three years ago at this point. Um, I want you to tell the listeners um, a little bit about our father. Um, As I said to um, our sister, Heidi, um, obviously you all knew him, um, grew up with him and had a relationship in a way that I did not, I did not know him as dad. Um, I met him, as you know, and as my listeners know, when I was um, a full-grown adult and met <laughs> him for the first time then. And um, and I will say, and I have said that when I met him, I felt a connection immediately with him. I loved him immediately, um, despite whatever happened uh, and the fact that I was you know, give, given up for adoption and he did not know who I was or where I was. When I met him, I felt all of that went away. All of that went away. And I, I, I met a man who I believe had found um, grace and forgiveness and really wanted to um, try to do as much as he could to restore some of the time that had been lost but that's my experience. Um, What would you want people to know about who he was as a father and as a pastor?
1: Well, as a father, um, Mm -hmm. dad was very loving. Um, He engaged with all of us. There were eight of us in the household and my mother, our mother. And so he engaged with us. We would go for just long Saturday, afternoon rides to nowhere. And um, he would meet people. I remember one time we even went all the way to Lancaster and we met Amish people and anybody he met, as soon as he met them, they were his friend. So he was charismatic. Um, he loved the church. He loved his family. And we didn't see anything different than that. So um, it, of course, for us, was a big shock to know that there was all this other um, things going on behind the scenes, including our other two sisters. So he was just a all around great person who everybody loved and still loves.
0: And that is very consistent with what um, Heidi said. And it's very consistent with what I saw in the short time I knew him before he died, Um, you know, we are who we are despite our flaws and despite our falls. And so um, he was, you know, at his core, I believe a good man that um, had struggles, had struggles and had challenges. But so growing up, uh, you obviously did not know of sort of the other life, Um, that he was living, but along the way, you were getting inklings of information about my existence, about our brother Sheldon's existence, or both? Yeah,
1: I would say, basically, that that happened way later. Um, The very first time, I remember getting an inkling about your existence was at one of these events that was held in Swissville, um called Collingwood Dates. And um, somebody said we had a sister in New York. And, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. And I think I really dismissed it very fast after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as Sheldon's existence is concerned, I did hear about him probably around 1982 or something like that. And I actually tried to confirm what I heard and I was quickly shut down. So um, that's that's as far as I know. So with you, I think I kind of dismissed it altogether. And again, that was later on, much later than 1982. But mm-hmm. for Sheldon, there was just one thing that was, so apparent, no matter what anybody said, uh, <laughs> he couldn't be denied because he looked just like our brother david.
0: Yes, yes, he did and uh, and I want to talk about and pay tribute to our brother david um, um, in this in this episode, but um yeah, you're right. I remember the first time seeing pictures of both Sheldon and David when they were younger, and then the first time meeting David in person. Um, and you'll recall, I literally burst into tears because he looked so much like Sheldon. But let me just dig a little bit more into um, when you all were growing up because Sheldon, who um, just to remind the listeners who either forgot or maybe new ones who don't know, Sheldon and I are full biological brother and sister. We have both the same biological mother and father. Um, Sheldon did not know that my father, Reverend Herb, as my listeners know him by, was his father as well. And Sheldon grew up under Reverend Herb as his pastor. And he grew up with all of you in the same church. So, wow, like, so growing up with him, so you all knew Sheldon before I did. You knew him as a young child. By the time I met Sheldon, Sheldon was in his 20s, but you knew him growing up as a teen. And so even your interaction together, and of course, seeing the resemblance between him and um, our brother, David, who you grew up with, who you, you, one of the eight did what were your do you remember what you would think or what you would feel even engaging with him
1: yeah well as a child he didn't look they didn't look that much alike as as he began to get older that's when the resemblance was so strong and and so undeniable but growing up we we hung out together I was a tomboy and so we were running buddies in Swiss Bell because we were in Swiss Bell either every week or more than every week because dad was the preacher there. And yeah. so um, we played together and there was no, no suspicions. It was only until um, I was with another one of my good friends and she actually said something about Sheldon is my brother. I said, who? <laughs> and she said it like I knew. And I, and I didn't know that. And so I went and asked Sheldon about it. And I asked him, did he ever hear anything about he's supposed to be my brother? And he said, no, no, I never heard that before. And
0: about how old would you say you were approximately when, when that happened, when a friend of yours said something and you went to Sheldon?
1: I was about 22.
0: So in your twenties, okay. hmm
1: Yeah, and um, so no, I never heard that before. And I think we just went on <laughs> to continue to hang out because at that point it was more hanging out and not playing. So we mm-hmm. we evolved. We evolved just like any good friend. Sheldon had a um, very dynamic life. He was um, uh, just very active as a child, playing, being at the basketball court. He joined the Golden Gloves. He was um, a champion in the Golden Gloves. That's a boxing, but it was a boxing league. I don't know what you call it. A league, I guess, but Mm -hmm. um, he was a champion there. And he also uh, eventually joined um, the armed forces. So when he came home, he had a calling on his life to become a preacher and um he he tried very hard to uh, reach out to the people that are marginalized like the people who we would just say were out in the streets and
0: yeah
1: had a yeah. great doing that
0: yeah, he 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 did. He really did, and that you know continues to be his legacy. But uh, again, and I and I my my listeners have said to me, you know, they've either emailed me or you know m- messaged me that you know there are so many people in this story that you know I I, I need to help them keep everyone straight. <laughs> and so um, as we're talking about Sheldon, as my listeners know, um, Sheldon um, is. My brother that I met, when I met my biological mother back in 1989, 1990, he was in the armed forces. in fact, he was still in Germany when I met, when I showed up on Marion's job and said, "Hi, you know, here's the daughter you had you know at that point, 30, 30 years ago. how you been?" Um, and so I met my, my other brothers. That, you know, Marion's other sons, including Sheldon, um, later that year. Um, And when I met him, uh, I knew that we shared the same father, but I was literally begged by my birth mother not to tell him, not to tell him. Uh, And I, you know, I said to her, listen, that's your truth, it's your story. I won't, I won't tell him. And I I will, I remember, Kathy, uh, one incident in particular when Sheldon was on his way to visit me for the first time. I um, had just moved to Maryland. He was coming to meet me and, um, you know, to hear him tell the story when he found out about me by way of a letter that Marion had written to him because you know, this was back in, you know, late eighties, early nineties, you know, the internet was kind of just coming about and there was no email. And so he found out about me in a snail mail letter that he got in the army. And when he came home to Pittsburgh, he um, dropped his bags and said, I'm gonna go meet my sister. And on his drive to Maryland, I must have gotten, I can't remember, countless calls from Marion begging me not to tell him that Revan Her was his father too. So that's, you know, was sort of the the beginning of the rub that always existed between us because given my story and being adopted and knowing how important it is to know who you came from for all sorts of reasons, yeah. I didn't think it was fair that he didn't know, but I respected it. She was married, she was married to a man who by all accounts believed that Sheldon was his son, um, raised him as his son, and she did not want him to know anything different. So I gave her my word that I would not tell Sheldon, but if she were to die and leave this planet before me, I was going to tell him and that I did. But that was not until 2015. And so all of this time when you all were growing up together, hanging out together, um, Sheldon, in deep down inside, he knew, but no one ever really confirmed it. And like you said, you know, people would say it, but it would be almost sound like gossip.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was gossip. Yeah. Um, so we had every reason not to believe it because dad was a preacher and he's married and he has a family with eight children. And that would just not fall in line with what we think a preacher uh, who we think a preacher is and a man who loves God, and a man who actually was used to win souls to Christ, so we would we would just have called it gossip
0: yeah, yeah, and understand, understandably so. now, at one point, um, you um, reached out to my birth mother to, um, confirm, um, first of all, what, what led you to do that? Were you, um, just in search of the truth? Had you heard it so many times that you said, okay, I want to get to the bottom of this. So you reached out to Marion because no, no, that's not how it happened. All right. Correct me.
1: So when I was told that Sheldon was my brother, mm-hmm. I went back to Sheldon and asked him, I was, we were at the basketball court and I asked him, did you know you're supposed to be my brother? He's like, no, no, i never heard that. And again, I think we just kept on playing basketball or something. We were <laughs> hanging out, you know, mm-hmm. it was days later that I was working and she called me. I used oh, to Oh, that's right at a fish store, and uh, she called me, uh, a tropical fish store, Mm -hmm. and she called me, and she identified who she was, and she wanted to know who told me that uh, Sheldon is my brother, and so (laughs) I was really shocked, because she was sounding very irate, and I just told her what I heard I yeah. just he was my brother I mean and and so at this point I'm thinking what's the big deal if he's not not my brother but she blasted me she said don't you ever say anything like that again and she said if her husband would find out he would flip and don't you ever repeat that again ever and oh I said okay wow But in my heart, I'm thinking, why, if it's not true, what's the big deal?
0: Right. So she pretty much verified. She buried. Pardon? Pardon? She pretty pretty much confirmed by her reaction. She she did, but
1: again, not absorbing everything. I, I let it go. I let it go and never pursued another you know, attempt to go find out if we were related by, by blood. I never did. After that, just let it go.
0: You let it, you let it go. You let it go. And so what about, um, uh, because as you mentioned, there were eight of you growing up in the house with your mother and, um, and father, um, did you all ever discuss this with each other? the fact that Sheldon might be your brother or the fact that there may be a sister out there.
1: We did, we started discussing it, not in any particular detail, cause Mm -hmm. like um, true, but not true. But every time we would see a picture of him, because he was very active in the community, we would be like, oh, there's our brother, you know, and because he looked the image, they were mirror images of each other, David and Sheldon, and we would laugh about it. And so it was like a joke, a running joke. Oh, yeah, there's our brother. It was like that. Um, so, um we discussed him, but again, but never, never you, never you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I I think my existence and the secret of the church that I was, was more deeply buried. First of all, you know, I wasn't around, I wasn't around. So there was no physical evidence of me like Mm -hmm. there was of Sheldon for people to suspect. Although we know now um, that Particularly, some of the older people who may have maybe just recently passed away, some of who are, are still living, they show enough new about me. But no. it was one—it was one of those things that you know, the secret that everybody knows but nobody's going to talk about. Yeah. So, so here we are um, in in 2019, and again, let me remind the listeners and set the stage that um, very tragically. In July of 2019, in fact, we're about to approach the third anniversary. Um, my brother Sheldon, our brother Sheldon was was killed. Um, he was um, working um, as both a counselor and a security guard um, at on the night shift at his job. And a young man came in, in the middle of the night and was trying to get into um, the, it was a men's shelter and he was trying to get in. And Sheldon being the protector, he was being um, just the man that he was uh, and in his adherence to doing what was right. He wouldn't let him in. He wouldn't let him in. And so after a, a, a small verbal exchange, the, the young man walked away as if he were going to leave, but turned around and shot and killed Sheldon shot and killed him shot him in the chest and killed him. Um, one of the most tragic, if not the most tragic days of my life, getting that phone call and hearing that news. Now, you all heard it. Obviously, and you were hearing it from a different ear than I was, because it was big news in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Tell me what your thoughts were, even as it relates to suspecting he may be your brother, when you heard that he had been killed?
1: As soon as I, I heard through a, a group me on church, and I, then I thought, oh my goodness, he's our brother. And um, I texted the siblings and said, told them the news. And um, then we did you really- say?
0: Did you say our brother Sheldon died?
1: I, I was going to say we really had a conversation about it at that point because I, I said that Sheldon died and then we were like is he our brother and I and I, I was um I mean I had I have the whole text thread but that's when we really seriously talked about it really
0: for the yeah. first time For really for, for the first time
1: Yeah, because we didn't, we never, like I told you, we never confirmed it because it was pushed back with the little bit of investigation, that little Nancy Drew investigation I did was pushed (laughs) back and it was buried. So we never discussed it again. And so when that happened, that is a question that came up on the thread. And then um, some of you want. Do you
0: have that thread handy? Do you want to read, share any I, of that?
1: I do have the thread handy, but do you want to just hope like, give me a minute to find it?
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You. You. You look for that because um, I really I want um, the listeners to put themselves in this experience from your perspective. So here, you all have grown up with him as a friend. As a youth minister, um, you know, like you said, you hung out together, Um, you heard what you thought was, were rumors about him being your brother, you tried to confirm them, they were flatly denied, irately denied, and so you, the conversation about him being your brother really never came up again after that, and so we're talking, what, 20, 30 years?
1: It came up jokingly and apparent this, whatever, um, I can't think of a good adjective, but the way we were doing it, this lighthearted way of, oh, he's our brother and was even spread across to the nieces and nephews because he was their youth minister. And a few of the nieces were very close with his daughter. And they were calling each other cousins. And, and we didn't even know that. We didn't yes. even So yes. So the only thing I'm saying is when Sheldon, the night, the day that Sheldon was killed, it really brought us back to taking a look at it and bringing it into our reality. Um, I don't think we were in denial. It's just that we weren't supposed to talk about it and we didn't
0: yeah.
1: and um so okay
0: and, and, and that's what that's what happens with 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 secrets that that we are and i'm going to use this word um it may or may not apply but that we are burdened with you know sometimes we are burdened with keeping secrets that aren't even our own uh but because of the pushback because of the status or stature of those whose secret it is, we don't feel like it's something that should be a part of our conversation. And if it is, like you said, it's done in a very lighthearted way, but certainly hearing of his death, hearing of his murder, um, because that's what it is. He didn't just go to sleep and die, he was killed. it, it 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 sounds like it brought to the surface everything that you all of you sort of knew, but didn't want to talk about, but on this particular occasion, you did talk about it. Right. Um, have you found any of the, the text thread?
1: Found it. I, I'm sure I'll find it after we... Okay.
0: <laughs> of course. Yeah, after after we, you know, we're we done with this episode. And that's fine. Tell tell me, you know, what stands out to you about that, uh, about that that conversation with um your seven other brothers and sisters when you heard that Sheldon was killed. What stands out to you that- Well,
1: what stood out to me, um, besides the fact we were very shocked and hurt and um we all oh, we were, we were deeply I we definitely confirmed yeah he's our brother on the text that day um and real based really,
0: on what based on what did you confirm that
1: based on the fact that it's been said had been said for three years <laughs> <laughs> basically and we just said he's our brother like there was no we, we I wish I could find the text. I really do. Don't
0: don't worry about that. I don't want that to. Yeah, I I think that the the listeners um, can get an idea of what a shock this must have been. And it sounds like it accelerated, if not forced you all into accepting the truth about who he is, who he was, and that he was your brother. A truth that had been buried, Mm -hmm. but his death sort of pushed it to the surface and really Uh, really forced you to to accept, yeah, he is our brother, and be okay with saying that to each other. Um, And it's unfortunate that that's the way it had to happen, but, you know, that's the way it happened. So that brings us, then, to the night of his viewing. And so, again, for my listeners, um, Sheldon's death was big news in Pittsburgh. It was the 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 leading story on the 11 o'clock news and and it was the leading story, not just because of the way he was killed, because let's face it, um, um, gun violence and the murder of Black men in most of our cities is not necessarily new news and that's unfortunate, but it's true. But Sheldon's was a big story because of the life he led, because of the legacy that he had. He was well known and well loved throughout the city, throughout the state for that matter, all the way up to the Lieutenant Governor. And so um, it was big news and we actually had to move the location of his funeral and viewing three times to accommodate the crowd that we knew was going to come to pay their respects and to meet the family. I've shared in previous episodes, how um, interesting and even a little difficult that whole night was for me, besides the fact that I was, you know, at my brother's viewing, but because I was meeting so many people in at that viewing who never knew Sheldon had a sister. And so, People, you know, were coming through the line. Some of his teachers, some of the people they had gone to school with, and I'm standing there at his casket, along with my brothers and along with Sheldon's wife, and greeting them. And you know, people were asking me so. Um, did you, we don't remember you. I remember one of his teachers asking if I, if I was in his class and I'm like, no. So I just got tired of all the, you know, the inquisition. So I just decided that, okay, I'm going to start asking questions when people come around, I'm going to start, or I'm going to preempt their questions by telling them who I am. And so I, I started saying, hello, I am Lenora. I'm Sheldon's sister. I did not grow up around here. Um, but how did you know Sheldon? So, I figured, let me just get that out there. So, that became sort of my script for everyone that was coming through the line. And there were hundreds of people, probably, you know, getting to a thousand, if not more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, I'm standing in my position at the casket, g- greeting people, saying to them what I just said. And I'm in line, and this tall, slender, Beautiful Black woman comes through the line, and I shook her hand, your hand, and said, Hi, I'm Lenora. I'm Sheldon's sister. How did you know Sheldon? Now, let me just tell my listener something else. <laughs> Kathy is going to contend that she responded differently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want me to say mine first?
0: <laughs> you can go ahead and give your version because listen, my version's already out there in season one.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: okay. But before you do that, before you do that, I want to take the listeners back to what was going through your mind. So you come to the viewing, um, accepting, communicating with our, you know, our other brothers and sisters, the ones, you know, the eight, I, I call you all the Pittsburgh eight, um, that, you know, you've accepted like, yeah, he was our brother. So you come to the viewing thinking what?
1: Well, I came to the viewing to pay respects um, I, in, in the back of my mind, I guess, get answers. I, when I was in line, I think I saw you. And um maybe i maybe and that's when I thought, okay, there is a sister you I, I saw you standing there um i don't I don't think I knew that you were going to be there because I was just going to pay my respects. I hadn't talked to anybody um on the other side of the family as far as um Sheldon was concerned, so mm-hmm. I, I went out stood in line and I did hear you saying that to people as I got closer. Oh to you hit. heard my speech. <laughs> yeah, because I was standing there and I was um standing um over Sheldon and, and and just looking at him and how nice um he was how nicely he was laid out. I just mm-hmm. thought that was very nice. Um and then I got to you and you did say that. And you said how do you know Sheldon? And okay. I said <laughs>
0: Go ahead, go ahead. What's your version?
1: <laughs> and I said, we grew up together. And then I said, are you my sister? And you said, yes, I am. And we had.
0: Uh, 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 okay, hide. I'm and hitting then- the buzzer. <laughs> I'm hitting the buzzer. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna contend this, that okay. because my listeners now know how, for whatever reason, my memory is ridiculously good. Like I can remember details from when I was a child and from 30 years ago. Uh Truly, I remember details from three years ago. Here's how this went down. (laughs) You know, I remember showing up on my mother's job 33 years ago at this point, exactly what I said, exactly what I had on. You know I remember this. Here's how it happened my sequence listeners, so as Kathy said, she could hear me telling people who I was. And so when she came and I gave her the same speech, you said to me, now you may have said we grew up together, but then immediately you followed up with what your name was, first and last. Oh yeah, okay. Immediately. And as soon as you said your last name, you're right. Well, You're I knew right. who you were.
1: Yeah, and I did. I'm Kathy because I was trying yes. to tip you off
0: to yes. Oh, oh that. so that was intentional. You're right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so as soon as you said your first and last name, my response was and my question to you was, "So, so listen, people, we stopped and held court." at this viewing with hundreds of people in line behind Kathy. But I'm like, oh, we can get to the bottom of something right here. So (laughs) I said, oh, are you Herb's daughter? And you said yes. Now, keep in mind, people, I never met any of them. I -hmm. knew that my biological father was married when I was conceived. I knew that he had several children, um, but... I'd never met any of you. And so when you introduced yourself and said who you were, Mm -hmm. my question to you was, are you Herb's daughter? You said yes. And then you said,
1: are you? you?
0: Yeah, you're
1: right. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) You are right.
0: (laughs) You said, are you? And I said, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And then you said, looking at his casket, I will not, this, the image of this moment is so engraved in my mind. I will never forget it because it literally was life changing. It was spiritual that this was all happening at Sheldon's casket mm-hmm. because then you looked at Sheldon's casket and said, is he our brother? Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. I said, and perhaps for the first time, anyone really saying it out loud to you who knew and could confirm it, I said, Yes, he is.
1: Yeah, you are so right. You're so
0: right. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. So um, we're going to talk in our next episode um, about what happened after that and how. the relationship that we now have and enjoy um, ensued and grew, um, but all the feelings that I know you must have felt and your the sisters and brothers that you grew up with must have felt once you finally met this deeply buried secret that our father had. We'll talk more next week. That's all for now. Tune in next week for the conclusion of my conversation with Kathy. You have been listening to Secrets of the Church, Reveal to Heal, a production of Be Inspired Global Media. If you have been burdened by a church secret and want to be free and healed, please email us at churchsecretspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter youtube and instagram at church secrets podcast look for new episodes of secrets of the church every friday and remember you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free